Welcome to the Unpacking It Podcast. I'm Bryce Johnson. Hope you're doing great today. Really appreciate you checking us out. Uh, If this is your first time, I I hope that you'll subscribe in iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast so that you can hear the the next podcast that we launch. And and you can expect to, to hear at least one podcast a week from Unpacking It. And we always appreciate your feedback. And so if you, if you want to leave any comments in iTunes, uh, you can also email me, Bryce, at unpackingit.com, or uh, let me know on, on Facebook, Unpacking It, or Twitter, Bryce Radio, any of your thoughts or comments uh, about the podcast each week. And, and so really appreciate your support uh, of the show. And, and, and the podcast is actually a part of Unpacking It Ministries, a ministry all about sports fans following Jesus. And, and so we interview intriguing guests. We talk sports, faith, and life. Uh, but we also have a weekday email devotional that you can sign up for free on unpackingit.com. And we'll send that out to you each day for free. Just sign up at unpackingit.com. So we've got a fun interview today with DJ Shockley, who was a star quarterback at Georgia and, and then played four years for the Atlanta Falcons. And two things to think about as you listen to this interview. One is, is just how difficult it is to go from being a, a star in college to then having a just a just getting drafted, having a long career in, in the NFL, becoming a Pro Bowler, Hall of Famer. It's just so difficult. And so I love just hearing different guys' stories of of whether they play one year in the NFL, four years in the NFL, or or they have a Hall of Fame career. The journeys are different and the takeaways are different. But but I think you'll you'll be encouraged, and I'll talk a little bit about after the interview, just just DJ's perspective on the career that he had, and it's pretty neat to hear. Uh, the other really cool element to his story is the fact that he's now an analyst for both teams that he played for, Georgia and the Falcons. Not that's a, that's a rare feat. I think that's pretty cool. So I'll ask him about that as well. But let's jump right in. He played quarterback at the University of Georgia, winning two SEC championships, the MVP of the 2005 SEC championship game. He won the FCA Bobby Bowden Football Player of the Year Award. He played four years in the NFL with the Atlanta Falcons. Now he's an analyst covering the Georgia Bulldogs for College Football Blitz, the Falcons for 92.9 The Game in Atlanta. He's a husband and a father of two. I'm excited to be joined by DJ Shockley to talk faith, football, and life. DJ, thanks so much for joining us. How are you? Bryce, it's a pleasure, man. I appreciate you having me on. Uh, All is well, no complaints. Uh, Life is good, so uh, I got no complaints at all. Oh, man, well, that's good to hear. Well, so what is this time of year like for you? Uh, We'll we'll get to kind of what you're you're up to these days during the football season, but what's the off-season like? Off season is a it's a mixed bag. There's a little bit of up and down. I still do a lot of uh, commentating and broadcasting stuff uh, in the off season because, as we know, football is kind of year round now with the combines and the drafts and uh, everybody has spring games and all that kind of stuff. So uh, I get a little bit off time. Get get a chance to work on my golf game a little bit. Oh, uh, but uh, but I, I enjoy this part of the year. I get to I got two young ones, a five year old and a seven year old, and. Yeah, they're they're clamoring for dad to be around a little bit more, so this is a good time for that. Oh, that's that's really fun. So five and seven, what what are they kind of up to? What what's life like with a, a five and seven year old? 
it's busy. It's chaotic. That's what it is. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's uh, lots of energy, but uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't change it for the world. My, my daughter, who is seven, she enjoys ballet and dance and and tap, and she's into that kind of stuff. She's been getting into gymnastics. And my little guy, I've had him in t-ball and soccer, and he's finishing up a little flag football now. So. Uh, our weekends get a little busy, but uh, it's fun watching them grow up. Well, I read that your your dad was your coach growing up. So are, are you their coach, or what kind of role uh, <laughs> as far as in their athletics? Yeah, yeah, my dad was my coach, which was, was pretty crazy at first. My mom didn't want it at all because she, she just knew my dad would be all over me. But uh, <laughs> I am not I am not their coach right now. I'm, I've kind of let them sit by the wayside, and I'm just sitting back and enjoying it, being a dad, watching them play. Because uh, I know if I was coaching, I'd be way too intense for him. So uh, I just let him go out and have fun and watch him. And, you know, we, we talk about it when he get home like like that. It's fun. So uh, I enjoy that part of it now. That That's awesome. DJ Shockley, our guest right now on Unpacking It. And uh, you mentioned the draft. That, of course, was, was recently for the NFL. And, and so when it comes up each year, you, of course, were drafted in the seventh round of the 2006 draft by the Falcons. What memories does the draft kind of stir up for you? You know what? I had a pretty funny draft story. Um, obviously, I'm from Atlanta. And, you know, as like everybody else, waiting for your phone to ring on draft day. And my phone rings, and I send it to voicemail. It's an Atlanta number. <laughs> I send it to the voicemail. And I'm like, man, people know it's draft day. Why are you calling me? You're trying to figure out what's going on. So they call back again. And I sent it to voicemail, so I finally answered the phone the third time, like, why does this number keep calling me? And it was the Falcons and Jim Mora, and they were saying, hey, Shock, do you, you, you want to come play in the National Football League? <laughs> well, why do you keep ignoring our call? Oh. So uh, it, it definitely brings up some fond memories. It was fun to be a part of that draft process and the combine and everything leading up to it. It, it was really fun, and uh, especially around this time where the draft happens, you get guys getting ready to go to camp. It's pretty fun to to watch these guys kind of relive their their dreams, and yeah. you know, ultimately, it's what it's all about. So then, when you talk to some of the guys, especially I'm sure your connections at at Georgia, what what is the the conversation like as far as preparing them before the draft, and then even now, now that they've been drafted, what what are some of the things you you've been saying to them? Uh, I think the biggest thing is don't take this opportunity, don't take this situation for granted. Uh, I think a lot of them, you know, lose sight of how blessed they are to be able to be in this position. Mm. And some of them, you know, for a long time have known, hey, I'm a good player, but now you got all these guys giving abilities, and now you're going to play in the, the highest of the highest, which is the NFL. And guys lose sight of the importance of knowing how you got there. And then this season opportunity and understanding that uh, you can't do anything without, if they can't do anything about God who got you here. And then just it's just enjoy the moment because this is a once-in-a-lifetime uh, situation you go through and don't take any day or any rep or any, you know, training session for granted because a lot of guys wish they could be in your spot. Absolutely. DJ Shockley, our guest right now on Unpacking It. And, and so you played four years in the NFL with the Atlanta Falcons. And at this point now being out of the league for, for a few years, when you look back at your career – was it was it what you had had kind of thought like being in the NFL? Was it what you had thought going in, and, and kind of even as you think about these guys who just got drafted and their mentality, and and maybe how different did it end up being just from your perspective? 
Well, I, I really, I didn't know what to expect, really. I mean, I was going to the ultimate, which is the National Football League, and I just knew it was the best of the best. And in college, you're playing with guys who are 18 or 22, and now you're playing with grown men who are 34, 35, got kids, got a family, and all that kind of stuff. So guys are playing for different reasons, and it, the dynamic of it is a little bit different. Uh, the speed of the game was a little bit different. And for a guy like me to go in the seventh round and better make it, you know, four or five years was, was huge where I had to uphill battle each year to just make the team. So uh, it was everything I wanted and some. Uh, the relationships I got while playing in the NFL uh, with the Falcons organization uh, that I still hold dear to this day is something that, you know, I cherished for a long time. And uh, without that opportunity, you know, there's no telling where I've been. Yeah, well, and, and so to kind of unpacking that even more as, as far as how did you – maybe grow just as a, as a person and, and grow in your faith just throughout your time in the NFL and, and going from being the, the star quarterback at Georgia to then playing a backup role in the NFL? Yeah, it was tough because you, you, you go from a, like a place where you just mentioned where, you know, everything's going your way and now you, you're one of the low guys on a total form and you got to, uh, you you got to realize it, it's a blessing to be here. And for me, all the stuff, the obstacles I went through in college, and, you know, and then maybe get to that point, uh, I knew God had a plan for me, had a plan for my life, he had a plan for what was next for me. And I knew even though uh, I got hurt my second year where I had a chance to start, uh, I knew that God still had a plan for me. And that's what kind of prevailed me to, to make it a few more years because I knew that, hey, he's not going to put more on me than I can bear. And even when I thought it was tough or things weren't going to go my way, uh, he always found a way to work it out for me. And uh, that was one of the things that I really leaned on a lot was uh, just his understanding and knowing that, you know, God makes no mistakes. He puts you exactly where you need and want to be. Oh, amen. DJ Shockley, our guest right now on Unpacking It. And in seeing your email signature, you, you say obstacles are what you see when you lose sight of your goal. Where, where did that come from and, and, and why do you believe that and, and hold, hold that, I guess, close enough to put it on your email signature? Yeah, it's kind of been my, my life mantra is I've gone through so many different things. Uh, and, and I've been through a lot, and sometimes when you go through stuff, you kind of forget about where you want to go. You forget about uh, the goal in mind. You forget about how it, what the, the trials and tribulations that take you through those obstacles, and then ultimately, oh, you got to go through some stuff to get to your ultimate goal. And I, I tell a lot of people now, you know, you're going to have success, but what, you're also going to have failures, and with those failures, you have to learn and you got to continue to strive for greatness, continue to strive to be the best person or the best player or, or whatever it may be that you're doing at that particular moment. But if you look at the obstacles that are in front of you and you just say, okay, this is just something to set me back, then you're losing sight of where you want to go. All you are focusing on is that obstacle, that, that thing that's that boundary that's in front of you, that, that wall that's kind of holds you down. But if you remember, hey, I got something, a higher purpose. I got something more to strive for, then that obstacle doesn't seem as big as it probably would if you're focusing just on that obstacle. 
Mm. Man, it's it's so simple yet yet very profound, and and I, I like <laughs> I like that saying again. Obstacles are what you see when you lose sight of your goal. So so very cool. Well, you, you've mentioned you. You, you've mentioned your your faith being a, a part of your your life and 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 viewing through that that lens. So so what is your your faith journey and 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 when did you decide to to follow Jesus and and what's kind of the the, the background uh to your faith? I grew up in a in a Catholic church so uh I grew up in, in a Catholic church my mom and uh my dad we all we went to church all the time and it was something I grew up and uh to be honest I kind of like everybody in life you stray away from the things that you done when you were younger you got away from your parents and when I was in college, our team chaplain by the name of Kevin Hines, uh, he came to me and said, dude, you have an unbelievable heart. You got an unbelievable faith. I can see it without you even saying it. And guys follow you, guys lead you. And it was my second year in college when I kind of reaffirmed that, hey, there's nothing I can do without you. I mean, it's just nothing in life you're going to be able to accomplish without his favor, without his mercy. And that's kind of where – I kind of got back into where I needed to be faithfully. And since then, it's been a, a great journey just following his path, following his lead, understanding what he wants for my life. And now I get the, the wonderful job of uh, just promoting it and sparking it to my kids' life, my wife's life. So it's one of those things that you, you, you believe in, you love, and uh, you're all about. Oh, that's cool. DJ Shockley, our, our guest right now on Unpacking Thanks, It. Sir. And, and and then the the verse that you've got on your Twitter profile is Romans eight thirty one. What shall we say about such wonderful things as these? If God is for us, who could ever be against us? Why why does that one stand out to you? And 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 I guess why did you choose that to to put on your your page? Without His strength, obviously you would not make it. And as long as you remember exactly His strength, His mercy, what He has for you, uh, you're going to be just fine. And sometimes we lose sight of that. Sometimes we think the daily world and things that's going on in, in life are everything. And you have to believe that he has a higher plan for it and he won't, he gonna, he gonna get you through it. And that's kind of how I, uh, what about life is, you know, God is for me. It doesn't matter what anybody else has for me, what anybody else says about me. Uh, when I was playing, people said, Oh, he's not tall enough. He may not uh, be able to play in the, you know, the SEC. And, but I knew, God was for me. He, I knew he could be the one that could get me through it, and not only got me through it, got got me through it with flying colors. So uh, it's one of those uh, scriptures that you know I keep dear to me, and it always reminds me when you go through some stuff. Guess what? It doesn't matter. It's for you, and you'll get through it. Oh man, it's it's very good. DJ Shockley, our guest right now. Well, well, DJ. Um, as far as what you're up to these days, it, it sounds like you've you found quite the the voice and and the place in media and, and being able to to be a part of both of your former uh your well, your college in Georgia and then of course the the Falcons and and being an analyst on on both sides. How did you kind of decide to to go that route and and how did all that come about? It's pretty interesting because it's pretty interesting because I was. I got my degree from Georgia in speech communications. And at first I got my degree in speech communications because I, uh, we always see those guys on TV. They talk to them out of the game and they interview them. And after about four or five words, you have no idea what this guy said. And I didn't want to be one of those guys. I wanted to make sure I could speak in all different kind of arenas, whether it's personal, interpersonal, whatever it may be. And while I was uh, my first year in the, in the league, 
uh, I was offered to do my own little show with my teammates off the field kind of stuff. And uh, the speech comedy degree went from just learning, being able to speak in all different areas to being able to speak in front of a camera, being able to interview guys and all that kind of stuff. So it, it kind of propelled its own kind of way. And it's one of those things where God just led me in that way and said, okay, yeah, you think you got a plan for your degree. I got a different plan for you. And it's worked out awesome for me. I, I love it. I enjoy it. I get to talk about the game that I've been playing my whole life. So uh, I love it. And it's, uh, it's fun for me. I still get goosebumps when a, that red light comes on and you're live and, you know, thousands, millions of people are watching you. Well, what about just the, the differences between covering college football and covering the NFL? You talked a little bit just about playing and how different it was. But, but what about just the, the way that you analyze each and then even the way that you interact with the players on each? You know, it's a little different because, like I mentioned, the, the 18 to 22 is a little bit different. Their uh, look out on life, their look out on what they want to do at a particular time in college is a little bit different from a guy in the professional ranks and he's looking more towards the future and trying to build things and, you know, financially getting this stuff in order. So that part of it is a little bit different. But at the end of the day, Football is football. Even in the NFL, it's a little bit more intricate with, you know, how good guys are. But at the end of the day, it's football. I enjoy looking at it. I see it in the same viewpoint as college and pro and guys are trying to get to one ultimate goal, but they've got to find different ways to get there. And, and that's uh, pretty much the, the difference is the age limit and what guys are really playing for or what guys are looking to, to, to do with their life going forward. Oh, it's it's fun because you, you get to you get to be a part of both, which is, which is a really neat opportunity. Not many guys can say that they get to 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 analyze the the NFL team they played for and the college team they played for. So it's a really cool DJ Shockley. Uh, you you can hear him uh, on ninety two point nine the game after Falcons games, and then also as an analyst for College Football Blitz uh, covering Georgia. Well, DJ, we we love to have a little fun in, in a segment we call Tap Drill. And, and so I'm just going to throw out some, some quick questions to you and, and, and just kind of whatever comes to mind. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll jump right into this. Who was your favorite athlete growing up? Oh, wow. Favorite athlete growing up, I would have to say Randall Cunningham. I, I did love the way he played. He was, you know, he was agile. He was, you know, in that his first of that mold of be running around and making plays and had a strong arm and, Lived in a tough place of Philly where, you know, he had to be extra great where, you know, they were tough fans. But uh, Ronald Cunningham was pretty cool to watch. What about your favorite sport to watch besides football? Golf. Oh. My wife my wife crushes me because every time she comes in the house, every TV is on the golf channel. I'm watching <laughs> something golf-related or I'm trying to go play golf. So I love me some golf. Man, well, why is that, or, or who's your favorite golfer? What, what's kind of drawn you to that? I, it's just, you know, since I stopped playing, it's been one of those things that has kept me competitive. Yeah. Uh, I've been good at every sport my entire life, and golf just frustrates the world out of me. And yep. I want to be good at it. So uh, it's one of those things that keeps me going, keeps that competitive juices flowing in me. Um, but I, I guess some of the good ones out there now, obviously, is, you know, Dustin, who's the, Killing it right now, Dustin Johnson, oh, yeah. a mile, Rory, Speak, obviously, what he does. So there are a lot of guys who do a lot of great things. I like to watch. <laughs> oh, that's cool. All right, ne- next question. What What's the last movie you saw? The la- oh, the last movie I saw was uh, The Fate and the Furious. Oh, okay. I, I, pretty cool. Uh, I like the I, I like those Fast and Furious movies, and this one was 
was pretty good as well. Didn't, didn't, didn't hold back at all. <laughs> Very nice. All right, uh, here, here's kind of one you're going to have to dig deep for. What old school right. technology do you wish was still being used or, or maybe something that you have fond memories of using when you were younger but now it's no longer uh-huh. used? Oh, man, I guess – my first, I used to, I thought when you had a beeper, you were like the coolest guy ever. <laughs> and I wonder, I wonder how people will do with beepers now. With just, but I don't think beepers will work because I don't think nobody knows anybody's number anymore. I mean, beepers just come up with numbers. So I don't think people would really like that because they don't remember people's numbers anymore. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> Um, no, that's that's funny because that's uh, it's 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 interesting to see them in movies, like older movies, and people still uh, <laughs> right. when they were using them. Right. What about the last book you read? The last book I read uh, was called The Energy Bus oh. by uh, John Gord, which is a, a, a good motivational uh, book about, you know, when people are on you, people getting down on you, but you got to find that energy. You got to find positive energy and feed it out onto yourself, but everybody around you. And, you know, if you're, you're negative, you got to get off the bus. If you're you know, positive, you get on that energy bus and, and, and be better. Man. Well, that's a that's a good thought. Well, we'll we'll end it right there. But man, DJ, enjoyed uh, getting to know you a little bit, and, and appreciate you you joining us, and, and keep up the great work covering uh, the the Falcons and the Georgia Bulldogs, and, and and raising your two young kids, and 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 being a husband as well. So we we appreciate you joining us. All right, Bryce, I appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me on, and uh, I hope you can get something out of this. But I love love life, love the Lord, and uh, I appreciate you guys having me on. So there you go. My conversation with DJ Shockley here on the Unpacking It podcast. And I hope you really enjoyed what he had to say. And I hope that he was encouraging to you because I thought he was very positive, upbeat, and and just had this this great spirit about him. And and my big takeaway, and, and not necessarily what he said, but but how he described his career, how he described God's role in his life and and just the, the the impact that God has had on him the the way that I I guess I I heard it or or maybe the the encouragement to all of us today is DJ played only 4 years in the NFL. He was drafted in the 7th round. And we can view that as as a negative thing, but I don't think he does and and I think too often as fans we only respect the the Hall of Famers or you know the the 10-time pro bowler when when guys they play 4 years and it's an incredible accomplishment considering you know where they came from what their expectations were and and just to to even get to that next level from college to pro is huge and and i think that this mentality it, it, it infiltrates not only our, our thoughts as fans, but, but also in our own lives. And I know for me, I can get so frustrated or dis- disappointed because oh, this podcast doesn't have 10 million listeners or somebody else has more listeners than I do or you know my, my house isn't as, as big as my neighbor or whatever. You, know, you fill in the blank and we can all relate to that. But, but just being positive, appreciative, not taking things for granted and and embracing the the accomplishments we've been able to experience, the blessings we've been able to experience, whether it's a, a you know being drafted in the seventh round, playing for four years in the NFL, that's awesome. And, and DJ really sounds like he appreciates 
being able to raise his two kids and be a dad and be an analyst for Georgia and Atlanta, which I just think is really cool. And, and so I just hope that we can maybe think about just our own life a little bit differently in that it doesn't, it doesn't always matter about being the first-round draft pick and, and a Hall of Famer, that, that we can embrace the calling that God has on our life and what he's asking us to do. And it's more about faithfulness and obedience than it is about all the accolades and, and, and more and more and more. And so I just think that I have to be constantly reminded of that. And so I hope that, that you're uh, just, just challenged by that a little bit today and, and, and encouraged uh, just by DJ's approach and, and thoughts that, that he had to share today. So check out unpackingit.com. Sign up for the devotional if you haven't already. Uh, we send out more encouraging thoughts each day and, and just want to, to be there to just communicate and, and share what God's teaching me. Um, and, and just show you what the Bible says and how it relates to sports. So you can check that out uh, along with subscribing to the podcast. And if you feel led to support our ministry and you want to give even a dollar a week, a dollar a month, uh, it'd be huge. Um, so if you could go to unpackingit.com, find out more information, it'd be, it'd be a, a huge blessing to us. Thanks for listening today. Have a wonderful week. We'll talk to you next time on the Unpacking It podcast.